how does grace operate and how does God work in our world? And what is our part? This is Monday, October 10th. And today we begin looking at the way God works through the ordinary things, the small things to change our world. Now we tend to think of the heroic, or what is special, but more often than not, the little things, the things that seem insignificant, are those things that make the great difference. Here's an example from history. Do you know that there's a great probability, probability that the Titanic might have been saved had it been for a single key. Here's what happened. On the night the Titanic sank, that was April 15th, 1912, the second officer, a man named David Blair, left the lookout position and he took the binoculars with him. He put them in a locker and the man that replaced him came and took his post, but that man did not have the key to the locker so he couldn't get possession of the binoculars. Might the collision with the iceberg been avoided if he had had those binoculars and could have warned the bridge that the iceberg was in the ship's path? You see, many lives might well have been saved because of that missing key or lost because of that missing key. Now here's our text for today. Luke chapter 13, verse 18, down through verse 21. Then Jesus asked, What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds perched in its branches. And again he asked, What shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about sixty pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. Now, these are two parables of Jesus that we looked at on Sunday. The word parable in the original language means to cast something alongside something else. It's making a, an analogy or something of a comparison that teaches a truth. In this case, Jesus is speaking about the kingdom of God and what the kingdom of God is like. In the first parable, he begins with a mustard seed, the smallest of the seeds they would encounter, and then he explains that from, the, from that very small beginning, a very large plant comes to be. A tree grows from that tiny seed that is large enough for birds to come and build their nests and roost. Now, this is true about many seeds. The giant sequoia, one of the largest trees in the world, is known for having a very small seed. About the size of a redwood tree is incredible when it grows to full size. Now, the second parable is similar. Jesus takes something very small, a very small quantity of yeast, and notice how it will leaven 60 pounds of flour. Again, the comparison is shocking. But this is the nature of the kingdom of God. God can and does take something that is small, and something that doesn't even seem like it matters. But then, he changes the world with it. In this case, that small thing is how grace, how God works through grace, and the way that it's revealed in Jesus. So let's start with grace. Grace is God's one-way love toward us in need. He doesn't wait until we get ourselves together to love us, because we couldn't do it anyway. Instead, he loves us when we are far away, 
when we are stuck in patterns of sin, and even when we are in open rebellion against Him. But grace is a very small thing. It is a word of love when we feel unloved. It is welcome when we cannot find our place in the world. And think about it like this. As we saw on Sunday, God came as one solitary life. The Lord didn't send an army with gear for war. He sent his son in utter weakness. He was born to a poor couple from a nothing village in the middle of a nation without status. And Jesus was just one man. He's like that small seed planted. And that is the way he explained his life. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. That's John twelve twenty four. Yes, Jesus came as the seed God planted, the small amount of yeast that works its way through an immense lump of dough. Now, we were tempted to think that love is large and heroic, but that's not the way God has chosen to work. He works through the widow who brings her small copper coin to share in the offering. Now, I know this way of love defies what the way we would tell the story and the way we think the world works. But this is also the way God made love to work. We're not called to do great things, but we're called to do small things with great love. I think we often overestimate what we can do in the world, and we become discouraged when we cannot bring it about. But instead, God shows us what he can do with just one person dedicated to him. He shows us this in Jesus. Now, maybe you do not think that you can make a difference in the world. and Many of us feel this way, that we really don't matter that much. But it is the small, ordinary ways of showing love, a simple act of kindness to a neighbor, helping someone at the grocery store, coming to the aid of a friend. These are things through which God shows his love. And these little things are the way that he works to bring his love into the world. Let's pray. Our ever-faithful God, use these days to teach us your way of love. Remind us that it is a very small acts of love every day that causes your kingdom to spread. We rejoice in Jesus, your Son, laid in a manger, and the life you have brought into our world through him. And we pray in his name. Amen. <laughs>